This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Are you carrying a balance on your credit card? About half of U.S. consumers are, and that means these cardholders face higher costs due to inflation. The average amount is $5,270. If you only make the minimum payments, you're going to be in debt for more than 16 years, and you're going to pay more than $6,500 just in interest. Then, many people, especially men, have a limited number of friends. An expert says friendships are vital and shares ways to improve the number and quality of friends. If you're going through conflict with your spouse, you release stress hormones in a really unhealthy way unless you have quality connections outside of the relationship because they continue to stabilize you. Those two stories and more are ahead on this week's show. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. If you're carrying a balance on your credit card, the cost of that debt is soaring due to inflation. But there are ways to pay down the debt and consolidate balances. With more, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is CreditCards.com senior industry analyst Ted Rossman. He recently wrote a report that examined the impact of rising interest rates on Americans with credit card debt. Ted, how many of us are carrying a balance on our credit cards, and what is the typical amount? It's roughly half and half. The American Bankers Association says that among active credit card accounts, 53% are carrying debt from month to month. 47% are paying in full. That's actually better than normal. Usually more people are carrying balances. We've actually seen a positive trend here of people paying down credit card debt the past couple of years, although that is starting to reverse. The average amount, according to TransUnion, is $5,270. And just a quick example that really helps to illustrate the importance of all this If you only make the minimum payments towards that average debt at the average interest rate, which is about 18%, according to our data, well, then you're going to be in debt for more than 16 years and you're going to pay more than $6,500 just in interest. So that's even more than you charged in the first place. That's why it's so important to pay these balances down as soon as you can. And that assumption that you just outlined assumes that you don't spend any more money. Yep, that's a good point. My top tip is to get a 0% balance transfer card. You can move your high cost existing credit card debt over to a new card with a 0% introductory term lasting up to 21 months. And to your point about not adding more to the balance, I think the best way to use one of these cards is to do just that. To not put any new purchases on there. Don't get tempted by that 0% rate. Just divide what you owe by the number of months in your 0% term and focus on that. I think that's going to give you the best chance of knocking out your debt as quickly as possible at the lowest possible cost. As inflation makes it harder for lower and middle income people to afford things like food and gas, is it a good assumption that more people will be relying on borrowing via credit cards just for these daily expenses? I think so. Unfortunately, we've actually seen credit card debt go up in four of the last five quarters, according to the New York Fed. At one point early last year, it was actually down 17% in aggregate from its pre-COVID peak. Unfortunately, we've given back almost all of that. Right now, Americans' total credit card debt is about four percentage points below where it was at the end of 2019. 
I think there's a good chance next quarter will probably surpass that. And I think it's a combination of people having spent down the savings that they amassed during the pandemic, inflation being high, interest rates being high. Some of this you could spin as a good thing for the economy in the sense that people are still spending robustly on goods and increasingly on services, things like travel and dining that we haven't been able to do as much of the past couple of years. Consumer spending does power a lot of economic growth and the rise of e-commerce, the decline of cash. I mean, this is all factoring in. But the most important thing for everybody to know is that if you have credit card debt, it's a big deal to pay it down as soon as possible. If you're among that roughly half who are paying your cards in full, well, that's great. Then it's working for you in the form of rewards and better buyer protections. But it doesn't make sense to pay 18% interest just to get a couple percentage points in cashback or airline miles. So that's where it really is this kind of tale of two cities, those who have credit card debt and those who don't. We're talking with Credit Card's senior industry analyst, Ted Rossman, about the impact of rising interest rates on Americans with credit card debt. Ted, do you have any other tips to offer? Besides that 0% balance transfer idea, some other ways that you could hopefully join the crowd who are paying their credit card bills in full and avoiding interest, that might include something like a personal loan to pay off debt. You could get a rate as low as about 6% over five years if you have good credit. Nonprofit credit counselors, reputable agencies like Money Management International, they can often do something similar and you don't necessarily need great credit. So maybe a 6% rate over four or five years and they help walk you through the process. One other idea is just the fundamentals of earning more, maybe through a side hustle or by selling stuff you don't need or by spending less. I think cutting your expenses and funneling that excess towards your credit card debt That also represents a guaranteed return. As a longtime analyst in the credit card industry, do you have any, I guess we'd call it a guess, as to how high interest rates will finally go before they reach their peak? Credit card rates pretty much directly track what the Fed is doing. Almost all cards have variable rates that are tied to the prime rate, which is three percentage points higher than the federal funds rate, and then issuers tack on a margin. So there's a little bit of wiggle room there, and with appropriate notice, they can play with that margin a little bit. But more or less, when the Fed moves, credit card rates move. It often takes a statement cycle or two for that to fully bake in. So for that 18% we're seeing right now is not even fully reflective of the rates that have already gone up this year. I think if you add all this up, it's reasonable to expect that the average credit card rate might end the year somewhere in that 19 or 19.5% range, which would be a record. We actually recently passed the all-time record, which was 17.8%. So unfortunately, this is kind of uncharted territory. And then you throw in not just higher rates, but also high inflation and higher balances. It's a tough recipe for anybody with credit card debt. So that's where something like that 0% balance transfer is just so impactful. How do you change the mind of someone who thinks, well, I'm okay because I'm still able to pay that monthly minimum payment on my cards? How do you change their mind? That minimum payment math is just brutal. I mean, that fact that if you have the average credit card debt, which is a little shy of $5,300, and you're paying that average rate around 18%, Well, that $5,300, that's going to balloon to almost $12,000 over the 16 years that 
you're going to be in debt. Minimum payments are a trap. The typical formula is just 1% of the balance plus interest. It takes a really long time to pay that off, and there's a really hefty interest bill. Any final words of advice, Ted? I think it's important to control what we can. I think there's a lot that's out of our control with respect to inflation and interest rates and just the overall path of the economy. But I think really one of the best things you can do for your personal finances is to pay down this high cost credit card debt as soon as you can and as cheaply as you can. I mean, think of it this way. If you're paying that average 18% on your credit cards, every dollar you pay down is basically a guaranteed, risk-free, tax-free 18% return. And you certainly couldn't do that in the stock market without taking on a lot of risk and potential taxes. I mean, I really think that credit card debt is the most harmful mainstream form of consumer debt. And it's one that you really need to make a priority. Ted Rossman, the Senior Industry Analyst at CreditCards.com. Thank you very much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, how to make and keep more friends. That story coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. 